Welcome to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with me, Shelley Fischel of Tomorrow's VA and Joe Brianti of JLB Support Solutions. In each episode, we'll chat about what we're up to and bring you fantastic interviews with guest experts, as well as our app of the month and top tips, all aimed at helping you to grow your VA business. So grab a cuppa, sit back and join us for a fun-filled hour. Welcome listeners to episode 18 of Virtually Amazing, the podcast. And this week we are going to be talking to the one and only Jackie Groundsell. Now, if you haven't met Jackie before, you're in for a real treat. She is the networking queen and she runs the 1230 networking company and uh, she's just brilliant. So before we bring Jackie in, Joe, do you, I mean, I know we're in COVID times, but let's forget COVID for the minute. Yep. Um, do you go to a regular networking event when it's not COVID? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I am a member of Athena. Um, over the years, I've tried an awful lot of networking. Um, when I first started out, if you offered me a cup of tea, I would come and network but I've been a little bit more I wouldn't like to say discerning over the years but you get to work out your rhythm and, and what fits in with a your business your target client market but also where you feel at home and there's a phrase about tribe you find your tribe and <clears throat> I now have sort of two or three networks that I regularly attend Athena is one um, and I work um, with a colleague. We have a very, very informal sort of networking organization. And it was just hyper local, brought people who might not go to a paid networking together. Um, and I also dip in and out of various others um, that I attend on and offline. Yeah, that's, that's great. I think networking when you're in business, um, especially when you're in a people business, you're a people-centric business, you need to network because you need to meet people. When yeah. I started uh, back in 2002, uh, when did I first start networking? Oh, I don't know. I've always networked. Yeah. But uh, I started off um, in, uh, at BNI. Uh, yeah. No, actually, I didn't. I started off, uh, my first proper networking was through a network called Academy, which I have mentioned before. And in yeah. fact, Academy is how I met Jackie and Annabelle Kay and various other people, that John Cassidy that we've interviewed. So um, it's been a great network for me. And it was started by Thomas and Penny Power. It was an online network before online networking was a thing. It was pre-LinkedIn. It was when Facebook was still just for hey, have you seen my latest girlfriend type thing? And not everybody was using Facebook. And, but the great thing about Academy was not only was it online and it had lots of groups and forums and chats and messaging and it was way ahead of its time, it also did offline networking. So there would be uh, once a week or twice a month, there would be a big networking event. It started off at the uh, Grosvenor Hotel and then they moved to the Tower Hotel. Big, big, big event, you know, a few hundred people. Mm -hmm. And um, they, were gr they were great. And that's where I made most of my long-term connections. And then I was introduced by somebody I met there 
to BNI. Yeah. Um, and I did that for a, a while. And I've also tried all the other ones, Athena, and I've, I've been to 1230, which is Jackie's organization. Yeah. I've done women in business. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been to all of them. But you said about finding your tribe and, and what fits your business. That's the key. Yeah. Uh, because I found for, for, for me, when I had the face-to-face training company, and I was really training corporates and not your local um, hairdresser or your local manicurist, um, Athena and women in business were not the right place for me to yeah. be because the people I needed weren't there. And so Academy and BNI were a bit more formal uh, and gave me the introductions that I needed to, to where I needed to go. Um, yep. But yeah, networking is is crucial. And now we all network online all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's lots of ways of, of getting networking as well if you don't want to go down the, the paid route. So, you know, it, it, it's things like you only have to look on Eventbrite. Um, Meetup is another one yeah. where you can find it. So there's some great options there outside of the very, very formal ones. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I did 4N for a while. I right. tried that one. So, yeah, so I've, I've kind of done them all. But now, now here, uh, I don't, I've not yet done any networking in person, mainly because as we got here, there wasn't an opportunity because we were so busy getting set up. Uh, and then uh, then we were in lockdown so uh, there isn't any networking going on so it'd be interesting to see there is there is one network I've been to one networking meeting I tell a lie here uh, and we'll see if I go back once things open up again in that respect that we'll see so I think now is the time to uh, to bring on our interview with uh, Jackie Grantzer Welcome listeners to episode 18 of Virtually Amazing, the podcast. Can't quite believe we've got 18 episodes and I'm delighted to have as our guest expert this week, the wonderful Jackie Groundsell of 1230. And uh, Jackie is the epitome of networking and that's what we want to have a chat about today i trying to remember jackie when i first met you i met you through academy which was a network and um, that was an online offline network we had both online meet an online forum and face-to-face meetings and we met for coffee um we had lunch actually was it lunch or did we have coffee first and then we went to lunch? I think we had coffee and lunch. Oh, it's been really nice. But whenever we get together, it's a very long chat. You know, you've got to allow extra time because we both talk a lot. So it was quite, it's quite fun. So um, Jackie runs a network. So Jackie, perhaps before we start asking you questions, you have to tell everybody what 1230 Network is and how it works in usual times and what you're doing in these strange times to help people too. Indeed. Thank you, Shelley. And thank you, Shelley and Joe. It's an absolute honour to be here today. Thank you. Um, 1230, the Women's Company, is lunchtime networking for business women, usually monthly over a delicious lunch. Um, that's not to say that it's not structured. Um, there is a structure, but it's in informal surroundings, so, to, you know, to create the ambiance. So each group has its own regularity, for example, the third Wednesday of every month. Um, I also have a hookup in Spain. We have an annual conference in March, although not this year, (laughs) uh, having landed and (laughs) cancelled. 
so that's what we do. We've been going officially since 2002. Um, currently, what we do, we took everything online. So we now have weekly meetings at 12.30. And we have a, a speaker, a different speaker every week. And we often have what we call a take 10, which is a 10 minute slot. It's not, none of our stuff is sales pitch. It's all about building relationships. So the whole environment, whether we're monthly, weekly or whatever, is a supportive sharing environment, helping each other to grow um, personally and, of course, ultimately with the business. Fabulous. So, Joe, have you come across um, Jackie? Jackie and I have, have met before. She did a webinar with Annabelle Kay on email marketing. And um, I know the 1230 company, um, but I've never been able to get to a meeting. I think, uh, um, is it now who used to do one over in Uxbridge, um, but they always just fell on the, the wrong time. So um, I don't think there is one near me at the moment. What areas are you, do your groups run at the moment, Jackie? Where are you, Jo? Um, I'm in Ealing in West London. Ah, uh, yeah, no, we don't. We tend to be London and the South East. Yeah. Um, so probably London is, is your nearest, but obviously that's not near enough. Nearer than Israel, but not near yeah, enough. Yeah, a bit nearer yeah. than Israel. <laughs> so, I mean, Central London is, is not difficult. You know, I'm, what, 15 minutes from Covent Garden, wow. so... You know, not to say we couldn't have one in Ealing, Joe. Ah, yeah, well, maybe we should talk about that. Perhaps we should. <laughs> there you go, networking at its best. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, so Joe, uh, not Joe, Jackie, how do the, does, does networking benefit somebody that members of our audience? We, we obviously, our audience are virtual assistants, they're very much home workers. Some will have on-site clients, but mainly they'll be working from home. So what's the benefit to them of coming to a business meeting like the 1230 Network? I think the overriding benefit is, is actually, as you said, working from home. Those four walls, you sometimes need to get out there and you need to be able to share stuff. Um, we, can, we do uh, brainstorming. If somebody's got a real problem, everybody's got different expertise and experiences so we can do brainstorming in that situation and I think for somebody and I have a home office as well so I know the benefit of physically being out of these four walls and being able to share with other people and to maintain my sanity although I would classify that as slightly doubtful at the moment <laughs> Yeah, I totally get that. So what do I, I, I see a lot in the VA groups that I'm a member of, um, you know, new VAs. Uh, mm. I was going to say young VAs, but that doesn't actually necessarily follow. They're not necessarily young in years, but they're new in experience. Mm. Um, they've left a corporate role. They've always worked in a team and now they're working from home. And somebody says to them, well, to grow your business, you need to go to a network. And how do they go about? Well, there's a few things. One is how to find the right network. Um, yeah. And another one is um, a lot of them are really scared yeah. about walking into that room the first time. What, what tips can you give our listeners for overcoming that scared feeling? Um, one of the things that people are able to do at our meetings, face-to-face -face meetings, is a, is a one-minute talk, and that's a one-minute maximum. 
if I can get that message over in 10 seconds, then all well and good. And that is one of the things that often puts people off because mm. they go, oh, I couldn't possibly stand up and do that. They don't have to do it. It's an opportunity. And on the rare occasions when people have said to me, I really don't think I can do that. Um, I've said to them, well, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Get there. And if you change your mind, that's fine. And invariably they do change their mind. Mm -hmm. because What I try to do is when people start off in the room doing their one minute, I get the seasoned networkers to do theirs first and shortly afterwards, the new ones, so that they're not on the end of the tail. Um, and then sometimes they, I know that they, you can see the cogs going and it's, well, actually I can't do that. And so they do stand up and they do do it. So, and I think what, coming back to what you were saying about to, to give them confidence, more often than not, I'm there. Two reasons for that. One is because I like going and I like meeting everybody and I like to find out what they're doing, etc. And two, because it enables me to cross-refer with the groups. And if they're building a relationship online with me and they know I'm going to be there, assuming that we get on okay, which we usually do, then I'm there to welcome them. And or, of course, each group has a host and that person is primed as well to know that they, they have all the information that they know, know a new person's there. So they're never left on their own in their, at all. They're always welcomed in. Um, but I know that's hard. You know yourself, Shelley, with training. Mm -hmm. People are going to a training group. The hardest thing is opening that door and stepping inside that door. Yeah. And often once they've overcome that, then welcoming faces, etc., etc. Yeah, I was going to ask you, actually, you said there that you go to every meeting. Um, so you must be out every lunchtime. I am, can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> you get a good idea of what all the different venues are like then as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, we never go to, I never go to a venue that I've not been to. I, now, slightly reserved on that. Obviously, if, it's, if distance is a, a bit of a thing, then I may not, but I do... Um, my local person does the research in that case and they feed back to me and it's recommended. But 99.9% .9 of the time I do suss out a venue before we use it. Um, we need to make sure that that's right for us and they understand what our needs are. Yeah. So, so yes, <laughs> I'm there. You're there, every time. <laughs> that's quite reassuring as well, isn't it? Because you're the person that's brought them in. So at least they know they're going to meet you and not just the host. They may not know. So, so that's quite good. Now, mm. I attended um, one of your conferences a couple of years ago. It's about three, three or three years ago. Four years, mm. I know, whatever it was. So um, I attended one of your conferences. And one of the things that, uh, that we did there was speed networking. Oh, yes. And you've got everybody standing up in a circle and doing all sorts of activities. And it was very fast paced. And it was a lot of fun. So what's speed networking? Explain it. Because to be honest, I haven't done it since. I can't remember exactly. I just remember <laughs> it was fun. Thank you for that. That's good. Um, speed networking, as its name implies, is, is it's not something that I personally would recommend people go to on a regular basis. To me, again, it's coming back to that relationship building. But I think it's a good icebreaker. Yeah. As yeah. you say, at our conference, I've done it for other people. Um, I remember going, um, and everybody gets a much shorter time, usually 30 seconds. And as you said, 
that there are circles. So there's two circles, an inner and an outer circle, the way I do it. I know other people do it different ways. And each person gets a chance of talking for 30 seconds. It's very noisy. It's totally bonkers. But it does get everybody. Afterwards, they all go, and that's the aim of it, is to sort of get, you know, they can meet up. I did one in um, Southend a while ago. And a young woman came up to me for somebody else. A young woman came up to me after and she said, I am so glad I was here today and I did your session. Apparently she works with her mum and her mum had said, you've got to come. You will have to talk to people. You may get a chance to stand up, etc., etc." And she said she was absolutely terrified. But she said, I had to talk to people doing the speed networking. And it was only brief, so she was able to move on. And she got a lot of confidence from doing that. So I think it is a great icebreaker. And, and it is great for building your confidence as well as, as with her. Yeah. But I, personally, I wouldn't advocate it on a regular basis. But no. you know, different people do different things. So, yeah. And of course, if you've got, I can't remember how many we had that day, Shelley, but... Oh the numbers can go on uh, and you end up with 50 business cards. What on earth are you going to do with that? <laughs> You're not going to remember them all anyway. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was an ice break. It was a, it was an energizing session. I think it mm -hmm. wasn't early on. I think it was mid morning and it was just an energizing session, getting everybody up out of their seats to do something, which you know, is, is really important when you're training or people are attending a conference, yeah. you know, sitting there passively taking on information all day long is quite hard and and now with people attending all these networking meetings and business meetings online all the time it's even more important to get move from time to time yeah away you know move you know i'm standing up at the moment when i'm recording stuff i stand um, right. i have a stand-up desk but when i'm working sometimes i'll be sitting and it you get locked in position so yeah, absolutely. I, th I think uh, from a, a conference point of view, it was, it was a brilliant, brilliant thing. So what sort of things, Jackie, should, um, I'm a VA, I'm coming to a networking meeting, whether it's online or offline, um, and I'm going to do my 60 seconds. What, or one minute, 60 seconds is a different network. I'm going to do my one minute. I've been, um, I've been at all of them. I've been to all of them. Um, what, how would you structure that? One minute. What are the sort of things that she should say, the VA, AVA, in that 60 seconds? Okay, well, just first of all, just to say to you, Shelley, on our website and in our emails, it's a link to what we, I consider to be a good outline. And yeah. everybody gets three of these things. And inside is the outline there. Right. And, and it's... The, the 12.30 suggestion is that you start off with your name and your company name. It may be important that your audience knows how you operate. If you operate globally, fine, on the internet, or maybe you've got a restriction within 25 miles of uh, the A20 or whatever, mm. it may be important for them to know. It's not about what you do either. So coming back to you and I, Shelley, if, if we stood up and said, I'm an IT trainer, you know they'd all gloss over and yeah. go to sleep. Yeah. But if, they, if you said to them, give me half an hour and I can show you some really exciting shortcuts that will make your day so much easier, 
then they might be tuned in a bit better and you can probably think of something else that's even better. So key things, why they should actually come to you. What is it you offer, not what is it what you do. And then you end up with your name and your company name holding up your business card or flyer because, again, it reminds people and, of course, your marketing as well. And people often say to me, oh, well, I've said it at the beginning. Why should I say it at the end? Because if you're going around a room and people are taking notes, which, of course, you hope they do, (laughs) um, they may miss your name. Mm -hmm. They're finishing up about the last person. But it reaffirms everything. So name, company name first, important bits in the middle about your offering and why they would come to you. Finish up with name and company name and your card or your flyer at the end. That would be our suggestions. Brilliant. Okay, Joe, are you up for a challenge? Oh, go on then. Right. So following Jackie's um, brilliant structure, let's put you on the spot. I'll do it as well. Don't worry. Okay. So, um, hi, I'm Joe Brianti, JLB Support Solutions. I hope... I help businesses to grow. I do this with streamlined processes that are GDPR compliant and make you work more efficiently. That's Joe Brianti, JLB Support Solutions. Great. (laughs) Well, I'm Shirley Fischel of Tomorrow's VA and I help VAs become superheroes to their clients through teaching them how to leverage Microsoft 365 technology efficiently. So that's Shirley Fischel of Tomorrow's VA. Yay! <laughs> and there you both got your message over yeah. very succinctly. Very quickly. Not maximum time. Yeah. You know, and when I say to people, you've got 30 seconds to go, and I say, well, that doesn't mean you go, and jam it all in. I think my tip for VAs would be, I've spent a lot of time talking to myself in the mirror. And yes, writing, <laughs> writing that third, that that one minute. That some people refer to it as the one minute pitch or or whatever. But I've written that out time and time again, and I've practiced it and I've honed it. Um, it it's not something that comes naturally. That is learned uh, and. It is natural in those first few networking meetings, whether it's on or offline, um, to just feel a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. So just go for it, everybody. And, and, and that is a great template that, that yeah. Jack is providing for you there. Yeah, it's that thing of not wanting to come across as too pushy, too salesy, too this, yeah. too that. And do they really want to hear from me? And who am I to be talking to these people? And, and all of those things. I still remember I've been training since 2002. So it's a long time since I've been running my own business. And I started out charging a lot, lot less than I did when I finished with my face-to-face training because I felt I didn't value myself or the knowledge that I was or the what I was enabling and when it came time to put prices up I would do that Joe. I would say it out loud until I could say it without my face cracking yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you show on your face if you're nervous or if you don't believe what you're saying yeah. so I would say things over and over again to make sure I believed yeah. it. Yeah. Can I just tell, tell you, have we got time for me to tell yeah. you? Yeah, um, with pleasure. We had um, uh, a, a group with one of the ladies um, was marketing, PR and marketing. But as a side thing, she did acting. Oh. And she stood up one day with a red rose. 
and she was talking about the importance of the business name that was the whole thing and it was an uh, a rose by another name <clears throat> excuse me and she got a little way in and she totally muffed it she just lost her words she went scarlet and you could feel it in the room come on it's okay it's okay she got through it and it was fine and she got a, a, a you know a roar and a clap and everything because we clap everybody i think it's important because it is an effort for yeah. most people um and i spoke to her afterwards and i said I, i'm going to use that as an example if that's okay oh she said no please don't do that i said yes but think about what you do and if people know that you muffed it that gives all of us permission to muff it as well yeah. and we and you got through it and look what a great thing you did and she said oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you know, that's, um, it happens. I, I had a situation with training where I had, it was a macro, Shelley, <laughs> and I was perfect on this thing. It was for a, for um, a contract, and it was one-to-one -one with this guy, and we'd been chatting. He said, okay, Jackie, ready when you are. Invariably, I don't know about you, but invariably I've got a pen in my hand, and I had a pen in my hand, and I opened my mouth, and I'd, in the bathroom, Joe, I'd been rehearsing, timing, yeah whole bit but almost a year it seemed like so I stood there and for those seconds I froze mm. and I turned and put my pen on the flip chart and that was it I was okay but it just shows doesn't it I mean it doesn't matter how how often you do it it no. happens yeah it, it happens and and we're all human and that's the other yeah. thing when you go to a network um, mm. I think part of the way of finding the right network for you also is is judging how you're received when you do fluff something yeah. you know is it an encouraging place or or not um is yeah. it too formal is it too informal all of all of those things what's the tone of 12 30 jackie um formal informal posh not posh dressed up dressed out we're terribly posh we're terribly posh good um no <laughs> there is a structure yeah. So anybody going to any group will know that they, um, they they know beforehand if there's a speaker or not. We don't have a speaker at every meeting and we don't have taster workshops pre every meeting because, again, it's about building a relationship. But they know beforehand what it's gonna, what's going to happen. They know that they get the one-minute opportunity. Um, they know there'll be a host there and the host will tell them what the agenda is. So there's a, a clear structure there with what's actually going to be happening. A member, one member a month gets the opportunity to do what we call a take 10. Joe, you mentioned pitch. I hate that word. I get it. it, it, it's, it it's used in some of these networking organisations, isn't it? It, it? You know, it's um, and, and I've seen that you get the help sheets, you know, the, the download, the, the lead magnet, uh, perfect your one minute pitch. But it, it's not a phrase that sits well with me. You know, it's uh, I, I call it the, the one minute intro um, yeah, yeah. personally because that feels more comfortable. Yeah. An elevator pitch. I mean, both those words to me, I put I. I it seemed to be surfacing a lot in networking, I think it was last year. And I popped up on Facebook and said, what do these words mean to you? Mm. And back came my feeling, and I guess yours too, from what you're saying, sales. Yeah. Selling yeah. and sales. And yeah. we don't do selling and sales. Yes, our take 10 is an opportunity for a member to demonstrate expertise or to um, 
tell how they got there how was their you know what was their business and again i hate this word journey but mm-hmm. but to, to do all those things primarily to get to encourage people to ask questions and so yeah. they're center stage they're naturally center stage so we are in restaurants but in a separate room invariably or in a restaurant that is busy in the evening rather than lunchtime yeah. so there's an atmosphere an ambiance already in there rather than a staid um conference room if you like or or meeting room in that sense because there's a different sort of thing about it so structure successful structure um but informal and relaxed yeah that's that sounds perfect i mean it, it is i mean i i've been i went to one or possibly two groups but it didn't work out for me because of where it was and the way that my training schedule ran you know i wasn't going to turn down a day's work to go no. out yeah. for lunch although that could have been counterproductive because the hardest thing as a trainer i don't know if you found this as a va joe is realizing that at when you finally realize that the person you're talking to, the client or prospective client, can't actually see your diary. Yeah. When I'm looking at my, my Outlook calendar and they want me to do something for them urgent, they want some training this week, and I don't want to do it this week, but I have got Thursday free, my natural inclination is to say, well, I can fit you in on Thursday. But at the end yeah. of the day, they can't see that. And if I said, well, I can't do it till Monday because I'm fully booked, they wouldn't know that any yeah. different. Do you find that as a VA as well? Yeah, it, it, it's there's a, a balance uh, um, that you have to learn. I think it's a business owner, and there's your networking is really important as part of your marketing. And even if you are um, virtually at full capacity in terms of your work, and you think, oh well, I can let the the marketing or the networking slack off because I'm really busy. Um, you may find that some of those projects finish because they are projects with a finite time. And if you've let go of your networks and your connections, then yeah. you, you're more or less going back to the beginning and starting again and rebuilding those relationships. So um, in hindsight and experience, I would say you need to have balance. You need to have that one day a week, which is your networking day or your marketing day or your connections day, whatever you want to call it, and then balance that off with working in between. Yeah, yeah, very much. And, and I, I call that feast and famine because you yeah. touched on it there. Yeah. Because if you let that slide off, yeah. um, you're not maintaining those contacts. And it's, and it's also a reminder that the people that you're talking to are not necessarily the people that um, you, said, you get the work from. It could be further down the field because they've recommended yeah. you. Um, but when that drops off, <laughs> go back and start again and the problem i find is uh, unfortunately i don't see it too often if that happens a few times people start to build a picture of when you're not busy mm. and that's not a good image to give either no yeah no that's that's a that's a, a really important point it, <clears throat> the consistency even if times are feeling a little lean and let's be honest ladies we've all had those lean times where whether it's covid whether it's some other reason where work just dips a little bit um i wouldn't advocate the fake it till you make it but that consistency kind of you know 
keeps things going. And I think within your trusted network, there's nothing wrong with going there and saying, Do you know what, things are a bit lean at the moment. I'm having these difficulties in my business because that is what a good network yeah. is there to do because they will support you. Um, they will brainstorm with you and, and, and help you to find possibly that thing that you've missed or you've not yeah. seen or thought about that will just lift you again and move you back onto that oh yeah I can do that now you know I think so and I think giving different different ideas I mean one of um I don't want to go into too much detail because she's unique in what she does so it yeah. would highlight her situation but she couldn't see how she could take her business online but she is now with yeah. a bit of brainstorming as you've said this can yeah. happen and that can happen um, and I think also coming back to what you were saying, Joe, about being open and sharing with people, if it's a toss up between you going to an event, stroke networking or whatever it is, but you're struggling with the finances, talk to the people that you need to talk, that you pay the money to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know about other organisations, but there's ways around it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and a good network and a good network leader, you know, group leader will work with you, you know, on those kinds of things. It's um, my network is um, hugely important to me. And some of my network connections I don't see all the time, um, but I know that I can ring up you know, any time and have a chat and, and that sort of thing. And it's also, I find very useful to have that network because if I don't, if I have a job come in, I can't do, or it's not in my skill set, I know a man who can. And that's another very important yeah. element of, of why networking is so important, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And apart from knowing that, yeah, I mean, that's brilliant, Joe, because with with our setup, they know they can pick up the phone and talk to me at any time. But a member yeah. is able to book what I call a power 45, which is a 45 at the, right when they become a member um, or whenever they want, really, a 45 minute slot with me. And they say, well, well what's that about? And I said, well, if you need help with your knitting pattern, I can help you with that. So <laughs> it's, maybe. Um, but but it's really what is bothering them? What do they need yeah. help with? And as you've yeah. said, if it's not something that is within my skill set, there's always somebody that I know who, who can be. And I think the biggest thing that they, they find useful with me, as probably with yourselves as well, but for different reasons, is the connections that I can make for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, which are hugely important, particularly when you're just starting out or, as you said earlier, Joe, you know, where, what's happening? I'm losing my contacts. Who can I talk to yeah. um, for different expertise? Yeah. A, a, a phrase that I heard from somebody else, another one of my connections is, you never know who I know. Absolutely. And I can give you a wonderful story on that. Sorry. Go on, go on. We like stories. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a, la a lady, it was a while ago, a lady who um, had said, she stood talking to me and she said, well, I'm not going to be coming back. I asked her why. And it was her second visit. And she said, no, I'm not going to come back. I haven't met anybody that I can do business with. And she was something to do with catering. So I said to her, have you had a chance to talk to that lady over in the corner? And she said, no. Why? The lady in the corner had a printing business with her husband in the city. Their biggest client was Jamie Oliver. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, enough said. Enough so said. she wanted it to be, she said, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. but it, it doesn't, she didn't, she may not have had that conversation with her and found that out, but yeah. I knew that. And so, yeah. you know, it sort yeah. of went, went from there. So to be fair to her in that sense, but you're right, never dismiss anybody because you don't know who they know and you don't know who they who know. Who know, no. know. And so it goes on. Yeah. And if you ever try and sit down and, and, uh, and trace a client back to where it originally came from, yes. it's quite an interesting exercise. Yes, it is. Yeah, we had that with one of our members, and she said she was saying how she got this client. She was an artist. She was saying how she got this client, and I asked her that question: "Where did that come from?" And she did that mental going back, and she said, "Well, actually, that first connection was you." (laughs) And she hadn't; she'd forgotten because, as you say, it's an interesting journey. Yeah, yeah. where these connections go and I've seen the opposite I've seen I've been at an event uh, with the Learning and Performance Institute where we had somebody come in about networking Um, amazing amazing session and um, he wanted uh, people to ask for if anybody in the room knew anybody specific that he needed to get to and somebody wanted to get to, I just remember the, the wow of it. I can't remember the exact detail, but somebody wanted to get to the second in command of a very big company or something like that. And there was somebody in the room that was one person removed and there was somebody else that knew the person he wanted to talk to and could make the introduction <coughs> after having yeah. a chat. I mean, obviously you're not going to introduce somebody that you don't know to yeah. somebody else because no. no. that puts your reputation on the line. Mm. But um, but they got to know each other, and when he was happy to, he made that recommendation. Yeah. And and it was somebody in the on the other side of the world. Yeah, you know, yeah. No, it is, and I think one of the useful things for me as well is that everybody I know in my immediate big circle is very happy for me to make direct connections. Yeah, yeah. But if you've got that sort of um, situation where it's somebody you know of but not necessarily voiced a, a, a conversation and of course we have to be GDPR compliant then you have to make the steps to yeah. get there in the first place don't you yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah hugely powerful right so I think we've had a fabulous chat Joe, yes. what have you learned today um that my um Sixty sixty second pitch is not as bad as I thought it was, and it shouldn't be a pitch either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's been tons of valuable tips for our listeners there, um, especially to understand that if they're going to a good network, they'll be made welcome, and the fear shouldn't be an issue, and that there are ways to get around that. And I think also for me, everybody should be doing some form of networking. Yeah, I know that my business um, wouldn't have got to where it was the face-to-face training business that I sold last year would not have got to where it was and let without me going networking I I think because I met all the people that referred good business to me through networking Mm. so um, that was one of the areas but my early clients all came through networking so I think it's really important something to do and I'd highly recommend if you're in London and the southeast uh, to look up the 1230 network because it's, yep. it's it's a great one and you know you can have a very nice chat with Jackie so definitely go for that 
Um, <laughs> so you. I'm going to say thank you very much to Jackie for being our guest today. Um, and I'll see you soon. Wonderful. And nice Thanks. to meet you, Joe. Thank you both. All right. Such a fun interview with Jackie Groundsell and learning all about 12.30. And at the moment, 12.30's uh, networking is all online, um, which, is, which is great fun. In fact, I've seen a lot of other networks have gone online. Have, have you seen those posts? I've seen them mainly on LinkedIn and sometimes on Facebook. You see those screenshots of the Zoom meeting. Um, have you done any of those, Joe? Yeah, I've done all my regular Athena meetings online, um, which has been interesting and really, really enjoyable and great to keep that connection or else we really would have been isolated. Um, it's been interesting to see how a lot of the networking companies have really pivoted and done amazingly well using Teams and Zoom and lots of other tools as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the great thing is now that we have got the technology that enables those things to carry on, um, even, you know, even five or six years ago, it would have been much more difficult to, to scale up the way that everybody has scaled. Uh, and yeah. I, th I think that's fantastic because it's really important. I mean, here, um, we've been networking here on a, on a social level through the lockdown, our synagogue. Uh, we have a wonderful chair lady. Her name is also Shelley. It's not me. It's another Shelley. Um, and she embraced Zoom right from the get-go and started to have, uh, we have um, a daily coffee morning uh, at 10.30. Uh, you can just join, bring your own coffee, obviously. Uh, and everybody piles into a Zoom meeting. I've only managed to make it once because I am a bit younger than most of the other members around here. So I'm still working but uh, many people around here are already properly retired. And, uh, and that's, you know, it's been great, especially when it was severe lockdown, yeah. at least to, to see a friendly face. Um, One of the things that's been quite fun as part of um, the lockdown networking, I was at a meeting and the, the leader said, right, we've been sat for 45 minutes. It's time for us to get up and stretch, you, you know, and move around because it's not great for you. And all of these um, people, men and women who were with a suit and tie and, and looking smart, all got up and all of a sudden there was this view of like leggings and pyjama trousers and all of this stuff. And then there was this sudden realisation that the cameras were showing and all these people were like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm <laughs> so, oh, I love it. Yeah, quite, quite fun. <laughs> oh, I love it. And I think that's brilliant. Have you seen the, uh, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere, um, but um, during the beginning, uh, in one of the groups I'm in, a group of trainers, uh, one of the trainers was sharing all the funnies that come up. You know, there was loads of funny videos at the beginning yep. when it was just starting. And there's one of this gentleman who's made his, his Zoom suit um, and it's a shirt uh, and a waistcoat, but it's just a, 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 like a dicky, like a front. Uh, and he puts it on and he's wearing shorts. Uh, and uh, so if, if he's, it, it starts up with him lying on the couch with his laptop next to him. And all of a sudden there's a Zoom call, you know, somebody's calling him. So he quickly puts his cup of coffee and his cigarette to the side or whatever he had. And he puts on this thing and he's, he's quite presentable for, for this meeting. And it's just very funny. Um, but I think, you know, that, that's it. But we're all in the same boat. So I think yep. everybody kind of understands that not everybody yep. gets 
fully dressed up um, for Zoom meetings. And in a later episode, we're going to be talking actually to talking about clothing for meetings. Um, I'm in conversation later on with Gail Morgan, who is a stylist uh, and a color consultant, a style and color consultant. Uh, and it's really interesting in that interview, some of the things that Gail talks about that you should think about when you're on a on an online meeting but that's for another day and uh yeah so so do you have any tips for networking joe um a couple um one be prepared know who will be in there if somebody sends you a delegate list read it know who's going to be in the room um prepare if you're given the opportunity to do that one minute um, to introduce yourself, practice it, prepare. And the final one, and this is probably the most important tip I've got, and it was shared with me a long time ago, you don't know who I know. So I may not be in the market for the service that you are providing, but build a relationship with me because I may just know that person in my network who may just say to me, do you know anybody who could help me with? And then I can refer you on. Business is done on relationships. So that is my biggest recommendation. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, definitely I remember from the BNI days that um, in all of the training, because you get a lot of training about networking when you join up to some of these more formal organizations, um, you're never selling or marketing your services to people that are actually at the meeting with yeah. you. You're marketing to the people that they know, which is exactly yeah. what you just said. Yeah. So I think that's a good place to end this episode. Yeah. If you want to get in touch with us and network with us, network with us online, you can find us both on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, I prefer to network via my Facebook page, which is at Tomorrow's VA or via the Virtually Amazing Facebook page at Virtually Amazing. I keep my Facebook private account for my friends to keep my business and my private life separate. Um, well, at least I try to anyway. And so, so that's my preferred way. But you'll find me on LinkedIn, more than happy to connect, especially if you're a VA uh, or anybody else for that matter. Connect with me on LinkedIn. And I'm sure, Joe. Are you on, you're on LinkedIn because I know we share stuff a lot. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Um, I have an Instagram account, but that is very much my fun account. I very rarely put anything work-related. The occasional read, but that's about it. Yeah. So LinkedIn or Facebook is for me. Yeah, so LinkedIn, Facebook. We're both on Twitter as well, yeah. as we've said in previous episodes. So you can connect with us all up and network with us there. And if you want to uh, email, then it's Shelley at tomorrowsva.com or joe at jlbsupportsolutions.co.uk. And uh, you'll find all the relevant links to everybody's contact details and anything else that you need to know on the website page for the podcast, which is tomorrowsva.com slash podcast episodes. And um, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with Shelley Fischel and Joe Brianti. We look forward to seeing you or hearing you or you hearing us in the next episode, which is coming very soon.